long enough. Our scripture reading has been, y'all been tossing it around all morning, so I guess I'm going to have to get on off into it. Psalm 91. Psalms 91. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lord. We're going to read verses 1 through 8. Could read further, but we're going to have to hold it on the reading so we can get off into the word of God. Psalm 91, let's begin at the first verse. He that dwelt in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely they shall deliver me from the snares of the fowlers and from the nuisance pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall thou shield and thy buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flyeth by day, nor of the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor of the destruction that waited at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near them. Only with thy eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Heads bowed all over the house. God, in the name of Jesus. God, we need you to come in, Lord, and shed some light on your word. Oh, God, the word that keep us, Lord. The word that save us, Lord. The word, Lord God, that lead us back to you, God. In the name of Jesus, we need your anointing in the house. God, we pray, Lord, for each and every family that is represented in this place. We pray, Lord God, for the family, Lord, of our pastor, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen everybody, Lord God, that is calling on your great name. Lord, we need you in this hour, Lord. We pray that you bless your word on the day. We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you let us down in the treasures of your word. But God, let us come up, Lord, with new faith, God. Strength, faith, Lord. Faith to stand on. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Bless right now, God, in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Subject on this morning. Are you in the secret place? Are you in the secret place? As I did a little researching, and that past of scripture says it's the security of faith. You can't be in the secret place without no faith. You can't dwell in God's secret place if you don't believe God can keep you. Our secret rests first on the nature of God. Huh? Because he is the most high. He is the one that intervenes and he saves us from all the things that come up against us and come around us. Because that's his job. And he said when we abide in his shadow, he's offering us 
refreshment. Lord, have mercy. You mean to tell me chaos can be going on and God gives you refreshment? God said for you to come in out of the sun, come in out of the weather and get you some refreshment. The Holy Ghost is your refreshment. Hallelujah. The Bible says repent that when the refreshment shall come from the presence of the Lord, that you may be able to get on board. If you ain't got on board, if your trust ain't in God, you got every reason to fear. Amen. Then he said he offered not only a dwelling place, but he, he, he offered you a place to abide. Oh, it's different to know that there's a dwelling place, uh, but it's another thing to know is that dwelling place for you. Uh, so he's offering the church a place to abide in him. Uh, and when somebody asks you to abide in them, uh, they offer you to be their guest. They offer you a safe place. Uh, they treat you like you a guest. Uh, it's one thing to treat somebody like they family. Oh, come on in, girl. You know where everything is. But it's another thing to be treated as a guest in the house of God. He, he, he offered his best to you. He be polite to you. He give you a safe place to sit. And he watch you to see, are you happy? Uh, secret. A secret is not known or seen or not meant to be known by others. They can't understand the secret place you're talking about. Because see, the only time you can understand the secret place is you got to know who, got, who owns the secret place. And the only for you to know where the secret place is, you got to go to where the one that made the secret place. So if you don't know nothing about God, that's guess what? That's why you're running scared. Because they don't know God. So, stop getting upset because others can't see what God is revealing in your life. It's one thing to be in the building. Oh, but it's another thing to be in the secret place with God. It's a lot of folk running to the building, but are you in the secret place? Have God allowed you to come into his presence? Have God allowed you to come to the throne of grace that you may obtain help in the time of need? Have God opened the door to you and rolled out the red carpet and said, come on in, my child. Have God let you in the secret place? If you don't know, you need to knock on his door. If you don't know, you need to call on his name. If you don't know, you need to say, Lord, what is your requirements for me to come into the secret place? Well, we're in a time where the days of playing church is over. My ammunition to anybody that want to play church, the best place for you is out there. Because guess what? The church ain't no playground. The church is serious business. 
the church is out to save your soul. If your soul don't want to be saved, you're in the wrong place. You call it on the wrong person. You just want to go out there and get all the gusto you can get. Because, baby, the sentence is the same. Hell means hell. I don't care how you count it up. I don't care how you look at it. But going to hell is going to hell. I want to be in a safe place with God. That's why I'm going to stay in the church. And when I get in the church, I'm going to get God all I can give him. Because I want God good. What God got, I want it. So playing church is over. You in the season of playing church is over. Baby, if you don't believe it, look at the printed word in the newspaper. For those that still get you. If you don't get it, then look on your apps and you can find what's going on. So that'll let you know playing time is over with. Folks are dying by record-breaking numbers. Church is either in you. Are you out of the will of God? Maybe I better say that. Church is either going to be in you or you going to be out of the will of God. And if you're out of the will of God, there's no way you can be in the secret place. Amen. The will of God for, you got to know what the will of God is for your life. The will of God for your life consists of numbers of days. And purpose that he has planned for the use of your life. The number of days. Baby, you're running out of days. We're getting older by the days. You don't let him use you in the good days. What can he get out of you in the bad? If he can't use you while you healthy, why should he want to use you when you get sick? When he can't use you while you able, why should he want to use you when you get crippled? You better make good use of the days huh, that God has given you huh, to find out what his purpose is huh, for your life. Yeah. Let the church say amen. amen. God's purpose for your life working for the amount of days that you have left. Are you still working for the enemy? You got to find out who you employed by, baby. You got to find out who you really working for. See, because we can fall under great illusions and think that we're doing God a service and don't be doing God nothing. You got to find out who you really working for. Is you really in the kingdom? God said if you're in the kingdom, you go and work and he'll pay. And his pay going to be right. Come on, somebody. So now you got to find out who's your employer. You got to find out what side of the street you own. You got to find out are you in God's vineyard. Because, see, you can be working, but not in the vineyard. We call in for kingdom business. We are called to work in God's vineyard. Who is employing you? Know that, here's the sad part, 
Know that the enemy don't mind you attending Sunday service. Enemy don't mind you attending Sunday school. He don't mind you coming to church on Wednesday night. He sure don't. But what he do mind is whether you still willing to play with him. Lord have mercy. Ain't that amazing? Huh? He don't care about you going to church, Ro. Huh? But when you get out of church, huh? he want to know, Ro, do you still want to play with me? Huh? Lord have mercy. Huh? The enemy is always huh? asking you huh? to come on out and play with me. Huh? So he don't care huh? what you received on Sunday. Huh? He don't care huh? what you received on Wednesday. Huh? But come the day after, are you willing to play with me? We are in an hour where God is showing the world who's really in charge. Huh? God is showing you that don't nobody run nothing but him. Come on, somebody. Stock market falling. Huh? Rich folk running scared. Or losing their money. Don't you be surprised if you hear some of them commit suicide. Ah, because they don't know how to live without it, Jane. But see, when you learn to live with God, you learn how to be content in your living. You know how to be obeyed, and you know how to be bound. So you, when you get to know God, God knows how to satisfy you in your living. So well, God's showing them what's really going on. You and I has been so concerned about the condition of the world, about talking about wars and rumors of wars. But we overlook the fact the Bible says there would be pestilence, there would be earthquakes, there would be famines, there would be plagues coming up on mankind. But the worst thing that we overlook, Jesus said, these things are the beginning of sorrows. Oh, Lord, have mercy. So guess what? Sorrow's going to come, whether you ready for them or not. Sorrow's going to come. And Lord, have mercy. Long as you up on the face of the earth, Lord God, it's going to knock down your street. It may knock on your door. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But you don't have to be given over to it. Guess why you got to get strong in your mind of serving God. I don't know why that we overlook the fact that God told you to put on the whole arm of God. He know that these days was coming. And baby, if you ain't suited up, you're going to be weak as spaghetti. And I'm talking about wet spaghetti. Can't stand up at all. Every time you try to hold it up, it bends over. Lord, have mercy. You need the whole arm of God that you will be able to stand. And Lord, have mercy. When it hits your door, you still got to be able to stand. These are the start of all the world's troubles. And guess what? As long as we in the world, we're going to see and we're going to experience some of these troubles. 
we don't have to be overtaken by it. Is that all right? So, these are the stars, like, of a woman having birth pains and intolerable anguish. Uh, some of the women can speak more better about it than I can because I ain't had none of them. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Robin? But Lord, have you ever been in the room when one of them is having them birth pains? Oh my God, they streaming bloody murder. They calling you like they ain't never called you before. They telling them, Larry, Robert, make this doctor quit. <laughs> because this pain is unbearable. But Lord, when the pain is over with, Oh, then you start seeing that bundle of joy. When the pain is over with, you can start saying, I am so happy for my baby. But Lord, have mercy. Guess what? The world is going to go through some of them pains. Oh, and you're going to need to be delivered. The world is going to start experiencing them pains. And you're going to have to have somebody to come and deliver you out of this world. Hallelujah. My God, my God. You remember there was a time when the pastor preached the message. There is some strange things happening. <laughs> and we begin to see the actions of those strange things. You thought he was just saying something. You thought it was just something that came to his mind. But it was what God told him in his spirit. There are some strange things happening. And you see them today. I don't know if you notice. It didn't just happen to your city. It didn't happen just on your side of town. It did not just happen in America. But it happened worldwide. This thing went out to the universe. It ought to let you know that God got his hand in it somewhere. And where he got his hand in, you got to be proven. This may be the trial of your faith. This may be to see whether you're going to come through as pure gold. This may be the day that you got to show God. God, I believe in you. Oh, we at that day, we at the proven ground. We done talked good faith. Now we got to walk good faith. We done talked about this thing. Now we got to show God what you're working with. Signs all around us. But we can't see no further than the nose on our face. Because we have neglected the word of God. You heard it time after time. But you paid it no attention. You heard it preached to you time after time. But you let it fell on deaf ear. Now the word that you heard is showing up. Hallelujah. And not only is it showing up, it's going to show out. Mm. We've ignored. We've neglected. What all God has been saying. 
We ignored the signs that was in the heavens. Blood moon, which is a mark of catastrophes, things to happen before the end time. According to the word of God, you looked at the blue, blue, the red moon of the blood moon like it was something pretty. You looked at the blood moon like it was something odd to you. Oh, but God was sending the world a sign. And the sign is, I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. I'm going to do it when I say I'm going to do it. Make no difference who it affects. I'm coming. And I'm going to show out when I come. We stopped looking at the signs of God. Joel told us, and we read it in the book of Joel. Then we read it in the book of Acts. That prophecy shall come in the past, in the last days, said God. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Baby, it's time to get the spirit of God. Because you're in a time that the spirit of God got to keep you. You're in a time that you can't go through this thing on your own. The spirit, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh, says the Lord. And my sons and my daughters shall prophesy. Preaching word is getting out. Man and woman, preaching the word of God. Some with the anointing. Some just babbling. But it's going out because God said it's going out. Stop ignoring the, uh, the, uh, the anointed word of God. He said, I thought about it. I told you all was all in my notes. Your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. Oh, Roe, Roe laying in the bed. Then start having dreams. Well, Roe, I got something to tell you. It's good to have dreams. Because that means that God is dealing with you. It's good to have dreams. Because God is paying you a visit. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You better take the visitation of God serious because you are in a serious hour. You are in a critical time. You're going to need God. So you better take him everywhere you go. Joel said, I was shown he prophesied God going to show you wonders in heaven above. Signs in the earth beneath. Blood and fire. Vapor of smoke. The sun shall turn into darkness. And the moon into blood. Before that great and notable day of the Lord. That great and notable day. That day that is worth attention. That, word, that day that is, that is noticeable. That day that's going to be remarkable. One that you ought to be giving close attention to. 
the day is coming. That day is already here. He done send you signs in the heaven. He done send moons to define what he's planning on doing in the earth. He done send catastrophes on earth. Earthquakes in divers places. Earthquakes still happening in places. Earthquakes is happening so that folks can't even find a place to run and hide. And you think God is playing. Fires is breaking out everywhere. California about to burn down. But all these nuts still running to California. How nutty can we be when God is showing us signs that he about to burn it down. And then he went further on and he led the land of Australia by burnt to the ground that you can see the smoke for miles and miles around. And y'all think God is playing. You better get on board. You better do like Noah did. You better get right with God. So when the time come, you don't have to wonder where you're going. When the time come, you'll be able to get on board with God. Hallelujah. I can imagine James, Noah preaching for a hundred and some years. It's going to rain. You know, sometimes y'all hear the word of God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Y'all hear it time after time. And then you get it in your mind. I done heard that before. They done told me that before. Noah preached a sermon a hundred and some years. It's going to rain. Get your house in order. It's going to rain. Nobody listened to what he said. Sometimes you don't. But Lord have mercy. When the thunder started. And the clouds roll in. Lord have mercy. It's a shame. That the animals had to hear God's voice. And the one that he made after his likeness. And after his similitude. Couldn't hear his voice. You in a bad place baby. When you can't hear the voice of God. You in a bad place baby. When God ain't talking to you. So guess what. The animals had sense to hear him. We got to go in two by two. You go and you can't. The same thing going to happen in this day. You can and you can't. One going to be taken and one going to be left. These times are here. And fear has grasped the world by its throat. The world is choking. Huh? Economy is choking. Jobs is choking. Shutting down everywhere. Folks having to work from home. How long do you think they're going to let you work from home? They're going to tell you I don't need your services no more. Because I ain't got the funds to pay you. So that no lets me know you in a time of famine if you didn't know it. Hallelujah. It's a famine for the word of God. And after a while, it's going to be a famine for everything else. The world is grasping for air and running for their life. Everybody's running and running. Some of them don't know what they're running for. They're just running because the world said run. 
Sometimes you run and run into danger. But I tell the children of God, if you gonna run, run to the house of God. If you gonna run, run to the secret place. If you gonna run, run in the arms of God where you can be safe. For the Bible tells me the name of the Lord. Oh my God is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and they are saved. Get right church. Get right church. Because there is the only safe place abiding. It's for the church. Oh Lord. Fear and panic makes the world make unwise decisions and put everybody out of control. Have you noticed that everybody's running out of control? Have you noticed? Lord have mercy. Rose, you can come so far, but make sure you stay your distance. The world is getting out of control. The world is getting fearful. But it shouldn't be found amongst the saints of God. There's a story of ten virgins. Five of them were wise. Five of them was foolish. But they all started out together. They all had their torches. Am I right about that? But the Bible goes on and says that one five of them wasn't wise enough to be equipped with what they needed for the wedding. You got a wedding that's coming up if you didn't know it. And guess what? You got to be the ones that is the light of the world. Because you ought to be the one that's got the light, have the light for the bride to come. And Lord, you got a job to do. You got a torch to bear. You got to carry your torch. And it's got to be lit. Lord, have mercy. They didn't have enough. Oh God. Ain't it strange? That when you got to make preparation to get up out of here. Huh? That you got to be prepared at all times. Huh? Oh God. Huh? Because see you don't know when the wedding is going to start. Huh? God didn't give you no indication when he coming to get the bride. Huh? He just told you to be ready. Huh? So my Lord. Huh? The scripture said. Huh? At midnight. Huh? Oh Lord. Huh? I can see road dreaming at midnight. Huh? And carrying over to you in the morning. The Bible said at midnight there was a cry. At midnight the groom was coming for his bride. Told them a cry went out for you to trim your lamps, light your fire. Oh my God. Five of y'all had your stuff in order. Five of y'all had oil in your lamp. Five you didn't have a cotton picking thing. You played the game with the enemy. He told you to come on out and play because you got time and you ran out of time because midnight came. And oh Lord, now you want somebody to give you some of their oil. You want somebody to share their salvation with you. Dummy! Can't nobody share their salvation with you. You got to have your own salvation. You got to work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. 
ain't got no oil to give you. You can call it stingy if you want to. But I tell you, you had the same opportunity that I had. You just fondled away yours. Now you come up empty-handed. Now you come up and you ain't got no joy. Now you come up and you ain't got no strength. Now you come up and your light gone out. You done went back to walking in darkness. Oh my God. So now he done told the five that had their lamp lit. Come on in. The wedding party's been to begin. Come on in into the joy of the Lord. Come on in and let's get this party started. You got your light burning. I see you got the approval. See, the Holy Ghost is your approval when your light is burning. Some of you don't let the Holy Ghost fire go out in you. You're going to be an unwise servant and you're going to get left knocking at the door. So they told them, said, we don't have enough. But go back to the one to sell it. I need you to understand God is the only seller of the oil. You got to go to God and get the oil. You got to go back to the one that you've been rejecting. You got to go back to the one that you ignored. You got to go back to the one that you said you didn't have to do all that. You got to go back to the one that you said that it didn't take all that to be saved. Where were you 
when God was trying to warn him? Where was you at when he was showing you the times of the signs of the time? Where was you at? Hallelujah. Now the crisis has come. And it's a global warning. It's worldwide. And everywhere at the same time. It would be a different thing if it was just happening over there and wasn't happening over here. It would be a different thing if it was happening back there and wasn't happening up front. But this thing is worldwide. It makes it hard for anybody to point their fingers at anybody because God is at work. You can call it what you want to. You can say it came by the bat. You can say it came by the rat. You can say it came by, it came by, it came. But the matter of the fact is, somebody blew on it. And I believe God blew on it. And he blew it around the world. Somebody blew on it. And it came in your direction. One day America had none. Now America got it all in 50 states. Somebody blew on it. I don't know. Have you been keeping up with anything? But there why the outbreak is going on. There's another outbreak over in Kenya. There's an outbreak of wild locusts. And they're breeding like never before. And the Bible and the, and the writer said, and it is set to descend up on the Middle East next month, coincide with the Jewish holiday of the Passover celebration. The Passover. The last time they were talking about the locusts, it was during the Passover. Last time they were talking about the viruses, it was during the Passover. Yeah. Huh? You better be covered huh, under the blood. Huh, because you can't stop what's coming. Huh, but you can stop it at your house. Huh. You can't stop what God is going to do in the world. Huh, but you can save your soul. Huh. So my ammunition to you huh, is sanctify yourself. Huh. Is that all right? It's coming. These times should have given us an indication that we're living in a critical hour. Huh? Lord have mercy. James, have you ever seen it to the point that you can't even go to the store and find boo-boo paper? Come on, somebody. Toilet paper running out. I told y'all Wednesday, you might have to ball you up some newspaper and start rubbing it together. Make it comfortable for your using. Come on, somebody. It started out with the newspaper. Now it's gone to the meat rack. Ain't no meat to be found in the stores. Lord, have mercy, you can't even find dry beans and dry rice. You can't find bread half the time. And y'all think that you don't have a serious enough reason to start calling on God. You better call on God. The Bible said why he is near. Call on God while he can hear. Oh, God. God is asking for the church to call on him in this hour. 
You got to call on God. You got to do like the world. Run crazy. Don't know where you're running to. And now, Lord, have mercy. There's another little bit. When it got through with the grocery stores, it went down to the ammunition stores. Now they done start packing up bullets. They done start buying all the guns off the shelf. You know why they're doing that? Because when you run out of stuff and try to break in their house, they going to say bang, bang on you. Hallelujah. It's getting that bad. Oh, Lord, that they got to call in martial law. Lord, have mercy. They already, Deacon, got got the, uh, 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 the reserve coming in. Oh, Lord, have mercy in towns. They got towns shut down. Can't come in and can't go out. And you sitting there playing with yourself. Go on, play with yourself if you want to, baby. Go head on and let the devil say, come on out and play with me. Was so critical, folks scared in their own home. Come on, somebody. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> y'all looking at one another like y'all, you the player. Huh? Come on now. Rob, Rob about to take the baby bed. <laughs> Uh, the fight is about to be on in your own house because you're running by fear and not by faith. Amen. Church, it's time to dwell. It's time to live. It's time to abide in the secret place of the Most High. Abide under the shadows of the Almighty. My God, my God. You mean to tell me that I can look for protections just under his shadow? That under his shadow protects me? Under his shadow refreshes me? Under his shadow I can get some relief? I can sit still and trust in the Lord just under his shadows? Somebody need to cry out to God and say, cast your shadow over me, Lord, that I can be hid in the secret place. Because in the secret place of God, the enemy cannot come. In the secret place of God, he has no power. Only power there is the power of God. Oh, God, you may have ignored the blood moon, but I beg you not to ignore the blood of Jesus Christ. Huh? Don't you ignore that blood. That blood been working for a long time. That blood was even working for an example of the children of Israel down in the land of Egypt. When they had it struck on every doorside. And when the death angel come, if he came then, guess what? He's coming again. And the death angel came. He had no mercy. 
That's why I tell you now, you might be riding on grace and mercy now, but don't allow that to signify that you have made it in. It came to help you to make it in, that you would get all the tools that you need to ride this train with God. So don't ignore the blood of Jesus Christ. It is the blood of Jesus that washes away your sin. It is the blood of Jesus that helped you abide in the secret place. It is the blood of Jesus where the secret place, where the Spirit of the Lord abides. You got to abide in the Spirit of the Lord. Religion won't get it. Buddha won't get it. You got to abide in the Spirit of God. That's why he told you that it was expedient that I go, James. Because if I don't go, you ain't going to be able to get in the secret place. If I don't go, you ain't going to be able to abide under the shadows of the Almighty. If I don't go, the Spirit won't come. The Comforter won't come. This is the hour that you need the Comforter. This is the hour that you need God to calm your mind down. This is the hour for God not to let you run cuckoo crazy. Somebody ought to shout amen. Amen. When I looked at being covered by his spirit, I looked back on the book of John, chapter 4, when he was telling Nicodemus, you must be born again. He didn't ask him, it's an option. Say it's a must. You must be born of the water, you must be born of the spirit. Not an option, but a must. He had his reason to tell it because he, he knew this hour was coming. Amen. Amen. So then he went on and said, you must be born of the water and the spirit because God seeketh for such to worship him in spirit and in truth. He didn't tell you you could take one and leave the other one off. He gave you a description that you got to be in both of them, in spirit and in truth. Or if you don't be born again, you can't enter into the kingdom of God. Am I right about that? You better learn how to cherish and appreciate every drop of blood that Jesus shed for you. When you appreciate every drop of blood that Jesus shed for you, then you got a right to sing the blood song. Come on, somebody. Everybody ain't going to have a right to sing the blood song. Amen. I know it was the blood. I know, Jane, that it was the blood. I know it was for me. Come on, somebody. Because one day he died on the cross. Come on, somebody. For my soul that was lost, I know it was the blood for me. You know, 
on first Sunday, y'all be rolling down the highway. I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. I know it was the blood for me. Then they said, and the blood came streaming down. And the blood came streaming down. The blood came streaming down for me. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. I know it was the blood for me. You better cherish that blood. Amen. Was it? She said, it was my Savior's blood. It was. You don't mind if I show my shoulders a little bit? For me, because see, it ought to have some happiness in you. One day when I was lost, I'm talking about me, I died upon the cross, and I know it was the blood for me. Say that again. I was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood for me. One day when I was lost, I know it was the blood for the devil. Don't like you singing that song. Sing it one more time. Make it mad. Let him know he's in the wrong place. This is the blood brought church. One day when I was lost. He died upon the cross, and I know it was the blood for me. Yeah. This walk with God gonna have to be your faith walk. You're gonna have to walk by faith, not by sight. You can say he shall deliver me and shall cover me with his feathers. And under his wings shall I trust. And in his truth shall be my shield. Oh, he's going to hold you together. Due to times that we are going through now, we need God to hold us together. Due to this time that we are going through now, we need to get up under the feathers of God's wings. Because you know when a, when, 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 a, when, a, when a bird is trying to protect, protect, protect her young, she always opens her wings so they can have a place to run to. And when they run under her wings, then she folds them down and covers them. She covers them from the enemy that they were running from. She covers them from the weather that they were running from. When are you going to start running to God that God may cover you every aspect of your life? It's time for the saints of God to get into the safe place. Don't be like a fool. Don't be like Abner. Abner was a fool. Lord have mercy. They tell me Abner was on the opposite side of David. Abner was on Saul's side. But one day Abner realized where he was. And he came on the side of David. 
and David, they say, you know Abner is your enemy. But David in his spirit knew that Abner had a change of heart. And David gave Abner safety. Told him you can leave in safety. It's bad when you leave in safety. And then you let somebody call you and turn you around. Told him he needed to come back. Moag wanted to kill Abner. Because Abner killed his son. And the scripture tells us that when they got to the gate, Moag stabbed Abner beneath his rib. And there he bled to death. You know the song said, Abner, you died like a fool died. Their safety ran back out to the world. Huh? Come on, play with me. Huh? Ain't that what the world telling you? Come on, let's play. He went back out and he died like a fool. You be a fool if you want to. But I'm here to tell you the world, if you if you if you don't think so, the world gonna make a fool out of you. Better hold on to God. As long as you can. You better tell God, Lord, I'm in this for the long haul. I can't turn around now. I've been on this road too long, Jane. Come on now, I might stumble. But Lord, help me not to fall and stay. Help me, Lord God, to pull up my britches and keep on walking in you. When the cotton get high, Jane, and you can't see where your feet is, when you're going through weeds, you have to pull your britches up so you can see where you're walking. Some of you are walking too blind now that you don't know the way of God. Some of you are walking too blind now because you're walking in your own way. But you better start looking for the right way. You better start looking for the straight path. You better start trying to enter into the straight door. Get into the straight gate where it's narrow. Ain't no room for error. It's narrow. Ain't nothing room but for one person at a time. That's what I like about the narrow path. That you can't have no company with you. You got to walk that narrow path on your own. And everybody got to walk it by themselves. Now, if you need you some company, go on back down the Broadway. Go on back down there where the lights are bright. And the city is having fun. And the party is going on. You think you're missing something, go ahead and go on and have yourself a ball. Because at the end of your ball, Lord have mercy, there's a waiting place for you. Oh God, and it won't be no party either. Come on somebody, news break. You don't have to turn the world loose if you don't want to. But if you don't, God will turn you loose. That's one thing that I do know. You ain't got to hold on to God if you don't want to. If you want to latch on to the world. Go head on, baby girl. 
Go ahead on, Brother Q, and hold on as long as you can. Because there's going to come a reckoning day that you got to give an answer who you held on to. There's going to come a reckoning day that you're going to have to answer to God to who you serve. It don't make no difference whether you receive this message or not. Because you know what? I could care less. Because guess what? I'm going to save me. If you ain't got sense enough to save your soul, go ahead on, dummy. Out in the world and be lost. Have it your way if you want to. But one day it ain't going to be your way. One day it's going to be God's way. Amen. I cherish the fact that God said, if I make him my refuge and my habitation, that he shall not let any evil befall me. My habitation, place where I live, huh? the place where I'm safe at, is in God. Amen. He said, neither shall any plague come now thy dwelling, and he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. You better start calling for your helper. You better say, God, send my helper. Let him guard my front door. God, let him guard my back door. Let him guard the windows that I pay no attention to. But I need my helper, God, because I don't know what's lurking in the dark. I need my helper, God, because plagues are going out everywhere. I need my protection, God, that comes only from you. I'm so glad that God is a keeper because he will keep them in perfect peace that keep their mind stayed on him. The whole world is in a fearful and panic situation because it has shut down and is made still. I ask if the people of God is shut down and you shut up and let God move for you. But now men know that who rules in this world. God said I rule in the affairs of men. Am I right about that? The world is upside down. Come on, somebody. We've been too busy majoring in minor. (laughs) Huh? And minoring in major. Those things that pertain to God, we pay less attention to. But I got news for you. You better put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand in these days. It's time to get real or be still. It's time to get real with God or be still where you going. It's time to come out of the darkness. Oh, Lord, every drunker, every crackhead, every dopehead, every whore, and every whoremonger, every liar, Every, every, every procrastinator, every hypocrite, it's bad you sit up in the house of God and be a hypocrite. Every sloper person doing the business of God, it's time to come out of your ways and be saved. You don't have much time left as you think you do. Oh, Lord, 
First Corinthians said, and such were some of us, oh Lord. So now we are justified by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. Get your justification when you pull up the God. You got to have your justification badge when you pull up the God. He got to see the badge of faith written on you. When you pull up the God, he got to see his righteousness stamped on you. Well, I don't know no more to tell you. Get your house in order. No point in going to hell from the church. You can go to hell from anywhere. Why come to the church to go to hell? Come on, somebody. 